You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And I'm delighted to have with us today this uh, just a remarkable guy. I really, um, we, we were together on the marketers cruise. Um, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together. But what I witnessed in him was this amazing, attractive principle and, and this, this just like guided completely by service. I watched him navigate the rooms. I watched him um, kind of just be present with people and, and sit with people. And it's, it's such a fascinating thing. And you can tell a lot by a person by how they navigate themselves at events, right? Particularly events where, um, you know, people are clamoring for them or if they're, they're, they're giving of themselves and, and how people receive of them. And, you know, I was a spy. So, of course, I asked questions and I looked for information and, and how people speak of them. And, and the, the pleasure in, in this conversation is the fact that consistently across the board, the feedback was, you know, that this upstanding person, that, 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 that the, 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 what you see is what you get, that real genuine quality. And I don't know about you all, but, you know, I've, I've been to plenty of events where that's not necessarily the case. And so, so that always sticks in my mind when you get that kind of feedback about a person. And so I'm really delighted to talk today. We're, we're, we're talking today. I'm going to tell you the topic first, then I'll let you know who we're talking about. I'm kind of teasing you all here. We're going to talk about entrepreneur, entrepreneur leadership on purpose. Right. And so, so this, this is that notion that it's like, you know, I tell people, you don't accidentally like slip into entrepreneurship and stick with it because this is, this is a life that you, you really have to want. And, and there's, there's going to be twists and turns and ups and downs. And, um, and, and maybe you get so far into it that, that you kind of forget that there was a purpose when you started. I know sometimes people lose that flame, but, but it, that to be driven through that and to encourage people to lead their organizations and to touch people's lives in that, in that way. Um, is so incredibly powerful and it starts to change the fabric of reality, right? We're talking about how to disrupt reality. Well, sometimes the most subtle ways to do that is to like inculcate this, this, this passion within people, this desire to be of service and to be on purpose and then, and then watch the ripple effect. Right. And so, and that, that's really what I witnessed from him was just this, to, to be the light and to light up others and then to watch what they did following that. And I just watched and observed all of this and it does change environments. Folks have the courage to show up fully, no matter what the environment looks like and no matter how it's constructed and no matter if it feels a little weird because nobody else is doing it, be you, be whole, be big and be on purpose in those spaces because it leads you to fantastic conversations and being highlighted on great shows and people want to do things for you and uplift the work that you're doing. So today we're talking with Imana Guy, and you know I, 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 we're going to get into a lot of what he does, but I can't think of any better way to introduce him th than to say that, that he walks his talk, and he is that in the world. And so to, to, so to be able to introduce him in that fashion, I think, sets the stage for all of the particulars that you're going to hear about the work that he does in the world and how he guides entrepreneurs and how he helps inculcate leadership on purpose. So without further ado, we're going to bring him on and talk to him about his superpowers. Iman, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me here. Oh, well, it's our pleasure for sure. And so you know what I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you, what are your superpowers? Uh, okay, so my, I think the biggest superpower that I have is that I can make drastic changes in a very short time. 
Um, and I actually thrive on chaos. So the combination of the two <laughs> makes the kind of a huge superpower um, that just kind of is um, just kind of it creates lots of unexpected results. Oh, I love that you said that. One of the when we started on this crazy journey, you know, my husband and I had a corporate counterintelligence firm, and we still do. We offer due diligence services. Um, and when I started getting the guidance for this crazy little project over here, that's become this, you know, behemoth of a thing. Is like, you know, it's like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And 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 what I was seeing in the personal development space was a lot of people trying to like simplify things for people like easy one, two, three steps. I'm like, you know. That's not my experience. My experience is the world is only getting more complex and more chaotic. And the real gift is be able to give people the tools to navigate the chaos, to walk within it, to kind of be in the center of the storm, you know, step into the fire. You know, we can come up with analogies for days. So I love that you mentioned being able to kind of thrive in chaos. That that's a that's a real gift. It's it, it's 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 not saying like, well, I'm gonna feel okay about things when the world looks okay to me, it's saying, you know, the world can do whatever it's going to do. I know who I am and I know how I'm going to walk through that. Um, I think it's so incredibly powerful. How did you, how did you get to the space where you could like with such confidence say, you know, I thrive in chaos that you don't, you don't come by that. Like you don't wake up one morning and be like, Ta-da! <laughs> I think as I was growing up, it just so happened to have such a uh, challenging childhood. Um, that and, and then and then like as grew up it just continued to uh be like more and more challenging and um just kind of you know i have a i have a very uh kind of a uh different story in life um for like the weird things that happened in our life that was out of like it was coming from the circumstances that wasn't in our control and um just kind of i realized like every time that something dramatic happens in my life um uh, it actually creates um, uh, creates something amazing in my life. And later on, I learned about uh, this thing called post-traumatic growth. You know, everybody hear about post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, PTSD. And everybody is like, okay, you know, if something traumatic happens in your life, then it kind of creates a stress and stuff like that. But what I realized is that actually every time something traumatic happens in my life, I grow uh, uh, because of it. And and then later on, I realized it's actually a thing that it's it's a choice that you can make. <laughs> it's a um, thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a thing. It's like it's a, actually you can um, you can make a choice that from a traumatic experience uh, you actually grow. Like it, you, you you can't stop PTSD, but you can also make a choice to uh, to grow from it. And I, I think naturally uh, I had the inclination toward that. And um, uh, and just kind of like I learned over the years that um, that uh, some of the most amazing things that actually happened in my life all came from the most traumatic things that happened in my life. And um, we can actually talk about that for days. And uh, they're actually <laughs> fascinating. Like for me, it's just fascinating. That's like how, you know, that stuff that um, everybody would look at them and they're like, wow, this can ruin a person's life for the rest of their life actually are the points that actually changed everything for me. Well, and, and I think, you know, I, I love that you're talking about this. I remember uh, when, when Justin and I first started on, you know, this journey, you know, coming out of government, we didn't, you know, we didn't know anything about business. And so we were learning as we went and it was, and after a few years, it was like, I kept seeing us kind of repeat the same pattern of, you know, oh, well, we, you know, we, we saw this goal and it's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to work toward this goal. And finally I said, you know what, if we really sit back and audit our business experience this far, 
like every single like big success or breakthrough or anything like did we really plan for that like like if we're really honest like in every single one of them and even to the extent that when we came out we thought we were going to be corporate trainers right because we'd mm -hmm. been in the counterintelligence arena we had tons of time and service and, and just amazing access to, to information that, that we wanted to share in the business arena. And, and the market kept asking us to do something different. They kept saying, we want you to do for business what you did in government. We're like, no, like what? Like espionage makes sense. Like we understand that world. Like how would you apply that to business, right? We just couldn't see the connection, but they kept asking and asking. And finally we, we saw it, but it wasn't what we set out to do. And when we, when we, surrendered into that and really were like because because we just kept butting up against these walls and like why isn't this working and why can't we make this click and it's like wait a second the market's coming to us like why are we in resistance to that you know that's like every <laughs> business person's dream right and so so once yeah. we finally were like oh but but we can't take any credit for that other than finally surrendering right but but we had to like you know, and it, it, it did get very tumultuous in those spaces, and, and and so I love what you're talking about because that's been our experience as well. Is that, you know, I don't know that we can claim a lot of credit other than perseverance. You know, we keep walking the path, but the inspiration and the and the 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 you know take a hard right instead of keep going left. You know, it it just comes to you when you when you listen and you kind of surrender into that, and you you don't give into the stories about what the chaos indicates. Um, I think that's the biggest challenge, right? Because society and collective consciousness will tell us like, wow, things are pretty crappy for you right now. You should feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then there are lots of things that actually go back to your story from uh, like to, to, to the story that you have lived and, and you don't even know. Um, like you like you look back and you're like, oh, I had this traumatic experience in my life. And um a lot of people like feel bad about it, which is which is like kind of normal. Like you should feel about like traumatic experience in your life. But um, but also one of the things, one of the ways that I always tell people, sometimes people ask me is like, how can we actually switch that mindset? It's like mm -hmm. how can we get the post-traumatic growth? And I say, ask yourself, what's the responsibility of that experience in your life, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, something happened in your life, you went bankrupt. Okay, that's actually a really bad experience, whatever. Uh, but ask yourself this, what was the responsibility of going bankrupt in my life? Like, what did I learn from it? How can that help me? How can that change me, right? Um, for example, um, uh, when I was three years old, that's why I said, like, like, my life was crazy um, in so many different ways. But like, for example, when I was three years old, uh, my sister passed away right in front of my eyes, like actually got drowned in, in the ocean right in front of my eyes. And I was like, uh, so that actually is a traumatic experience for a three-year-old to actually see that. Um, and, uh, but then, but then later on, as I grew up, I was like, okay, so what was the responsibility of that in my life? What was the responsibility of that experience in my life? And, um, and that actually like uh, taught me a lot about, you know, um, about life, about uh, care for others and a lot about, um, that life can end at any point, um, uh, without any reason, um, and, and, then, and then from there, those experiences came and uh, showed up in other places in my life that I, I learned um, like so much more because of that, because I actually one time went back and asked myself, what was the responsibility of that traumatic experience in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's actually a very good mindset shift. And, um, uh, and I highly recommend anybody who's listening to this and um, kind of going through hardships right now, um, 
ask yourself this. It's like, what's the responsibility of this in my life? What's the, lo- what's the lasting impact of this in my life? Um, That's a beautiful what, reframe. You know, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. Or, or what I was supposed to learn from that, right? It's like, it's because many of these experiences go back to uh, like when you were three, five, ten. Um, I don't know, like when you, when you just graduated from college. Like whenever, whenever that is in your life, it doesn't matter actually. The, the, the time of it happening, it doesn't matter, right? Um, and uh, and then when that happens, it's like you ask yourself, what's the responsibility of this? What's the, uh, what's the imp- uh, like, what, what can I learn from this? And um, it just changes everything, it changes everything in, yeah. in, in your view of the world. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And, and folks, I know some of you listening are so tired of hearing this idea of like, think positive and all this stuff. And, and I really want you to resist the urge to, to dismiss what he's talking about from that angle, because it's so much deeper than that. In our world, we call it like reframing or rewriting. Like, like there, there's biases that we take on. So, so immediately what happens when we have an experience or an interaction, there's a purity of that experience, but then it's immediately overlaid with something else. And, and it's, it's judgments, biases based on, you know, your interpretations, what you're able to interpret, like, like Iman's talking about. Sometimes when we're young, like we, we don't have any frame of reference. So all we can do is base it off of um, either what somebody tells us to feel about it or what we're witnessing or what we, you know, some sort of um, arrested development state that we have. And so the memory of that moment is never pure anymore once that overlay gets laid on it. And so what he's talking about is when we're willing to like take a hard look at like peeling back that overlay and saying, wait, is that the, is that a helpful story about what occurred there? Or or as he's mentioning, you know, what, what is or what was the responsibility there? It, it allows for some space in the conversation to even start to entertain the idea that perhaps it looks a little bit different or could look a little bit differently than what you thought. And so this goes way beyond, oh, just think positive and put on a happy face or find the silver lining. Like this is that healing process. This is how you get to the growth part of anything traumatic that's occurred. And sometimes trauma when we're young can just be somebody looks at us funny and we interpret it in a poor way and it gets packed down inside of us along with emotions and stories about it. And that dictates a lot of how we frame our lives. And so this is not little work and it's not as easy to, to kind of wipe away, although we have those pieces inside of us that, that want to say, oh, Papa, you know, this is like, let's talk about the business piece of this, right? This is that part. And we're going to get into after the break how important it is that as leaders, you're willing to do that internal work because one, people are looking to you for guidance. And so you have a responsibility. But two, your business isn't going to succeed for very long if you're not willing to look at these things as they come forward. Um, so, but before we re- jump to break, Iman, let's tell people where they can find out more about you. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, what, what would you like me to talk about there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, where, where websites, where do you want to send them? Where, you know, where, oh. where should they go if they want to go read more about you or find out what you're up to in the world? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, people can find me at imanagai.com. That's I M A N A G H A Y dot com and from there they can actually find uh, um, like my companies the work that i do and like everything else beautiful beautiful so today we're talking with iman a guy about entrepreneur leadership on purpose and stick with us folks because after the break we're going to get into you know how he deals with this stuff how he how he helps clients through this stuff and what what kind of techniques he uses and what services he offers in that space and how you can start implementing that in your business to be an entrepreneur who leads on purpose. So stick with us folks and we will be right back. 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. This is the Disrupt Reality series. I'm Tonya Don Reckla. And we're talking today with Imana Guy about entrepreneur leadership on purpose. And before the break, you know, I think we started laying the, the really cool framework of like how beneficial it is to kind of look at some of this stuff and 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 we're linking it into the, the idea that as leaders you know we have this responsibility and so iman how do how do we help leaders who are you know a little bit you know maybe they've they've found themselves kind of sitting in an influential space or a leadership space or they aspire to be to keep that kind of purpose-driven um, motivation front and center so they don't slip into giving into kind of toxic stories or, or shadow elements that, that can pop up in organizations? Uh, that's actually a great question. And I'm going to actually step back a little bit uh, from this point because um, one of the biggest challenges uh, that uh, we can see on a daily basis is actually, uh, I'll tell you this, one of the saddest videos that I've ever watched in my life was um, was a video of an interview that this guy uh, took a camera microphone, went to a park, and interviewed 50 people back to back and asked them, what's your life purpose? 50 people. And not a single one of them knew what their life purpose is. Every single person is like, well, I'm just scraping by, I'm going mm. to work, I'm, I don't know, I'm just having kids. Like, not a single person mm. knew what their life purpose is. And, you know, one of the biggest challenges when you want to become a leader is if you want to become a leader without knowing who you are, then how do you want to lead? You know, the first step of being a leader is, is getting to know yourself, is introspection. And that's the first step. It's like, even before thinking of us, like, how can I live on purpose? It's like, what is the purpose? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. What is that purpose? What is like, uh, like, what do you want to create? What do you want to leave behind? Right? What's the impact that you want to make in this world? Uh, in my TEDx talk, um, I, that's actually what I talked about. There's like how, when I ended up on my deathbed, uh, when I was 27, um, it actually kind of got me off caught, caught me off guard, obviously, because in, like in a day, like I just woke up in the morning, I was bleeding, I was rushed to the hospital, and they're like, "Well, you're gonna die tonight." Um, <laughs> wow! Like and, surprise. Yeah, surprise, right? Just kind of, oh, you've lost sixty percent of your blood, you're dying. So, um, <laughs> and we can't help you. So, but hopefully, you're not gonna die. Bye. Um, and then, um, like when when that happens, you're you're. You're on your deathbed and, and you look back at life. Like, that's what happened to me, right? I asked myself, like, if I die tonight, what am I going to regret, right? Mm. And, and the biggest thing that I realized I'm going to regret is not living true to my heart. Uh, I realized, like, at that point that everything I was doing was not aligned with what I wanted to do in my life. Now, then, would you say at that moment that you knew 
what you wanted to do and you just weren't doing it or you didn't, you didn't, you weren't even aware? I actually, well, uh, kind of, I knew, I knew that I want to make a big impact in the world. And that was actually the second question I asked myself. So like, um, I asked myself tomorrow, uh, when people come and they're burying you, what are they going to tell about you? You know? And, and I was like, so what's, what's, what was your impact in this world? So I, I knew that well, I, I'm, I'm an impact driven person and 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 that was what i wanted to do i wanted to make a big impact i didn't know exactly how it looked like i didn't know exactly what was the impact i wanted to make in the world i just knew that i have this core that i didn't want um to die with just kind of like everybody said oh you know imam was a nice family person it's like i, I hated like it just that feeling that <laughs> that moment that's like i am dying and, and i wasted my entire life dying a nice guy it just kind of was like uh, like that feeling was much worse than the feeling of of actually dying mm -hmm. you know and um and so when i when i was released from the hospital that was the time that i said okay you know i gotta search for this i gotta search for what it is that i want to do what it is right i always knew that i want to become a speaker like i knew that i want to become a speaker i didn't know what i want to speak on Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I liked so many things about speaking. I wanted to make an impact. I didn't know what my impact is going to be. And, and that actually led me in this introspection journey that I actually went on. That's like, okay, I got I to understand my stories. I got to understand uh, what I'm all about. I want to understand what's the impact. I want to understand. I, I want to, like, kind of, I want to relive the moment that I'm going to die next time and, and, and ask myself, are you happy now? I want to give an answer to that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and, and, and recognizing in a lot of ways, that's a choice. Like even thinking that you have the right to ask yourself that question is mind boggling to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and so over the next two years after that, I actually, I actually like kind of wrote my life purpose. And I, I figured it out. It just, it was, it was a ton of internal work and, and it doesn't finish. But, uh, but, but it just kind of because life, life happens and continues and stuff like that, right? So you may actually write a life purpose and your life purpose changes because of the experiences that you go through in life, right? Because mm -hmm. of the, a lot of other things, your passion changes, your life purpose changes, your values change. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people say, you know, I, I don't want to choose this one because what if it changes? Well, changes, changes. But at this point, at this particular second, what is the true thing to you? You know, mm -hmm. so um, so that's the first step. I'm gonna start. Uh, I, I, like that's the first place I'm gonna start. Right? I'm gonna start with uh, like, okay. So, do you have a list of your top four values? What are the most valuable things in your life? What are the top four things that you are not willing to trade for any amount of money for anything? Like, um, like that's what are the four things that in your life you care the most about, right? And, and then, like, what's your passion? What gets you excited, right? Because that passion is the fuel of productive action, you know? Like, if you are not passionate about something, you're not going to have the fuel for productive action. Like, at the beginning of this conversation, I said one of my superpowers is, uh, is being able to make drastic changes in a very short time, but I can do that only for things that I'm extremely passionate about because I, I just uh, kind of get lost in time. You know, I just kind of get mm -hmm. extremely productive and, and just do things that 
I wasn't even expecting that can be done, but, but that's because it's something that is aligned with my passion and purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then and then like the other things, right? That just kind of gets involved with that. Like, what are your gifts? What are your skills? Um, and uh, and uh, like even understanding all of these things about yourself. You know, interesting enough. Like when I talk to people about their gifts, I'm like, did you know that you you can potentially be born with 24 gifts? Now most people aren't born with 24 gifts. Uh, well, you have all the gifts, but like some of them are dormant and some of them are active. And I like people are like, I, I don't know what gifts even are. I'm like, okay, you know, have you ever, you know, and it's like, and, and you know, you don't, when you don't know what gifts are, you actually get to your, uh, get to this uh, imposter syndrome, you know, because um, like gifts are things that you actually are, you, uh, you actually are really good at for doing it for other people, you know, like for example, you can you've seen probably like this is actually very common that you see a person comes to your home and they're like oh you know let me help you to actually clean up and then they actually help you like to put everything in place and like they leave and everything is like amazingly organized and you're like holy crap like wow and then you go to their home and their home is messy (laughs) you know and then you're like what happened like how can you do this for me? But your home is messy. And I don't know. I can't, I can't clean up my own home. I can, but it can actually help everybody else to organize their home, right? Because they have the, they have the gift of organizing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have a gift, you're actually really good at helping everybody else, but you can't use it for yourself. It's your gift. It's the gift that you have for the world, but you can't use it for yourself, right? So, so we have 24 of these that, that is, that, that we are, you're born with this. And, um, and, and some of them are dormant, some of them are active, and you know you can actually uh, like anyhow activate them and stuff like that. But what matters there is that if you don't know that what your gifts are, and you know that you're amazing at doing something for somebody else, and and then you can't do it for yourself, you get to this imposter syndrome. It's like, oh, you know, am I like like for example, some people are amazing at coaching others, amazing at coaching others, but they can't they can't do it for themselves. You know, and they get to mm-hmm. this like, you know what? I'm not doing it for myself. So am I? Am I a fraud? Am I like doing this? Am I like, you know? No, you have the gift. You have the gift of coaching. You're amazing at coaching others, and that doesn't mean that you you should be able to do it well for yourself. You just have that gift, right? Mm-hmm. And anyhow, like, like when when we don't know these things about ourselves then they are going to create lots of doubt. They're going to create lots of questions. Like you get in front of a camera and you start like kind of talking about something and in a few minutes into it, you're like, do I need actually to talk about these things? Should I do this? And then you stop the video and you never post it. You never share it. And you don't make an impact. It's not because your message wasn't important. It was because you didn't know if you are doing something that's aligned with you and your purpose. Mm-hmm. And then next time you don't pick up the camera, you don't record the next message, you don't do the next talk. Right, because, it just kind of fizzles out. Yeah, right? because you, you, yeah. You, start, you start questioning yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if it's a job that you are doing, you're, you're forced to go back, but then every day you feel like a fraud that you're doing it. And if it's an entrepreneurship, which is much harder because... You're not publicly responsible. 
and and you can just kind of like you are not socially giving your responsibility unless you give yourself social responsibility but most people just disappear mm-hmm. and when you disappear you never make it as a leader you never make it as a thought leader because a thought leader who is a person who gets in front of the camera goes on the stage gets on a podcast and freely shares what they believe and when you are not sure about you yourself your message your purpose that just kind of you 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 can't just get started right beautiful got so, so folks those of you listening to this if you if you're listening and you're like i don't know my purpose right you've got your marching orders first of all the first step there is even entertaining the idea that maybe you don't know what you're living for maybe you don't know why you exist or or, or what your plans are or whatever the verbiage is for you Start doing some exploration, start digging around, start asking yourself. In, in my world, a bit very pivotal moment was, you know, I, for three months, I woke up every single morning and asked myself if I wanted to stay here, right? You don't have to wait till you're on your deathbed, right? You don't have to inculcate an experience like Iman had. You can, you can, you can actually fabricate that, which is what I did. And I, and I just asked, I, I recognized that, you know, time is fleeting. And, and in my estimation, you know, this is a voluntary existence. And so if I, if I woke up in the morning and said, yes, I'm going to stay here, then I took some ownership and said, okay, well, well, then what am I going to do here today, right? And what that did is it eliminated this like routine kind of blaming, any any sort of idea that this was put upon me and I have to do this, I, I, I got to start taking some ownership of it. So you can do little tricks like that to start digging into, you know, fleshing out your life a little bit better. And and I love everything that Iman said about why that's so important. So don't think that you're going to go right into leading on purpose if you're not real clear internally on what your purpose is, right? So we got to get really down in the weeds about that. We've run out of time, folks, but, you know, I I know that this is such a wealth of information. If you want to know more about Iman, go to his site, imanagay.com. We'll have a link at the site there. Iman, do you have any final words for our folks before we jump off? No, I just wanted to say thank you for having me here. And uh, yeah, I just kind of look forward to hearing from your audience and um, just kind of um, hearing their life story, their passion, their purpose. And um, yeah, thanks for having me. Beautiful, beautiful folks. And, and, and whether we're calling them gifts or, you know, over here we call them superpowers, um, you're predisposed to them, whether you have access to all of them. Get into those conversations, folks. Challenge yourself to live a little bit more on purpose and a little bit more colorfully and a little bit more excitedly and passionately in your existence. Um, Thank you so much, Iman. We we appreciate the conversation. And to all of you out there who listen, we appreciate your loyalty. We don't take that lightly. Um, And and we love the fact that you keep coming back. We're over 1.2 million downloads a month. And so we we, we appreciate that, that aspect of it. Share it with your friends. And until next time, folks, go out. Uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.